But yeah. I'm feeling random things, Lisa. Oh, they're going to say Randy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who are you uh, liking over on Instagram yeah, there? They, uh, you don't want to know. Double tapping like nobody's biz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you ready? <laughs> All right, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy, I'm sick with this, straight gangster Mac, but sometimes I get ridiculous, I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice, oh yo fat girl, come here, are you ticklish, yeah, I called you fat, look at me, I'm skinny, it never stopped me from getting busy, I'm a freak, I like the girls with the boom, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom, I'm crazy, allow me to amaze thee, they say I'm ugly but it just don't faze me, I'm still getting in the girls pants and I even got my own dance, Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your motherfuck. No, I'm one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your motherfucking hosts, <laughs> Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. the Modelo Modelo. Damn it, a.k.a. Rowdy Raunchy Rafi. Call back to when Leanne was on the show. Oh, yes. So that, that one's been sticking in my notes for a while now. <laughs> This week we will talk about the Monday show with Ryan Sickler and the Thursday show Daniel's Return. Eric's upper lip, Allison's still pissed. But first, well, Rafi, I've got questions for you. Do you have any shout outs? No. Well, you're busy on Instagram. Would you care to do the show? Would you care to... Do I have any shout outs, mm-hmm. Lisa? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None are coming to mind. Okay. How about if I shoot some out and then you'll uh, pick up my scraps? Let's do it. First and foremost, let's shout out this restaurant that we came to today. We are in the very lovely town of Norwalk, California. Never heard of it? Me either. I've never been here. It's my first time here. Um, It's exactly as I picked. I have heard of it. It's exactly as I pictured. Um, some old-ish strip malls. This Mexican restaurant, Los Compadres, which I think is, it really says it perfectly, describes us. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> um, the food was all right. The drinks were delicious. Uh, okay. So my actual shout-outs are to Brittany. I love you, miss you, and the TNC. Also to North Carolina. Jen, I love that you're catching up and listening to the show. And I do wonder, do you listen to Allison's show? Because I don't think she does, but I'd like to uh, the answer to that. Because if you're just listening to this, uh, God love you. Shout out to 
M Raven seven twenty one. You know it's you, Michelle Smith. Shout out to you two times because you're awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening for a very long time and always just uh, being awesome. Shout out to Ray Morgan, to Lauren Kelly, Doctor Jen, to Toby, Tim Ortez, Lee Kelly Lundquist, Nina Hartley, Ulysses, Tamara Holler, Z Mary Jane, Claire, Leanne Trice, and. A couple of huge shout-outs. Huge shout-out to Scott Marquez and to Demian for retweeting the show. And even bigger shout-outs to Whitney and Von Carmen's Olive for being amazingly great sports. For uh, giving us their blessing for leaving our funny conversation in at the end of the show last week. And if you haven't listened to that yet, please do. It's hilarious. And they're awesome. Do you, now, do you have any shout-outs? Shout out to the Olive and Whitney because, yes, that was very funny. I even told Whitney, I was like, oh, thank God, because, you know, I asked her if I could leave that in there. And she said, Ew. yes, I said, thank God, Wouldn't because be the first time. Oh. <laughs> it was the only funny thing that happened during oh! the episode. <laughs> I have to really quick before you go on with the rest of your shouts, if you have any, is to call myself out. I have not listened to that show because... I was like, I ah, look at me. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to. This is going to be a sober show. Maybe I'll take two hits off of the off of the pot. And then what do I do? I didn't talk into the microphone for I don't know how long. That's embarrassing. Well, I couldn't even listen. And sorry to Leanne. I know it it struck her mo- most mostly. <laughs> um. Also, shout out to Lauren. She did not make a slideshow for this episode, and that's our fault because we didn't bring the heat lease i feel like the von carmen's olive whitney conversation would have been a fun slideshow is what i almost said yo boy so yeah shout out to her hopefully this episode we actually are somewhat entertaining so there's something to slideshow baby crying and for we should probably say we're sitting in a parking lot at the restaurant still also shout out to lee bruns because he dropped a bomb in the facebook group Mm. he looked up tom rap aka trap dog and found out that he made a song nay an album about that dumb fucking former president of ours and uh yeah it was a shock and i was shocked because lisa I don't know how long ago, but it must have been within the past four years. Mm-hmm. I looked up Trap Dog's YouTube channel, yeah. and there was nothing new there. Hmm. But there's two different channels, uh. or or the name changed. I don't know because it used to be Trap Dog Music, and now it's Trap Dog Tr. And I was like, so when I Ugh. asked him to be on this show when COVID first started, he said he was working on some album, and I think. I may have retweeted it without listening to it or watching it. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. <laughs> it's been a while, but I think I did because I was like, I'm going to support the team without uh, looking into it. And uh, maybe I should have looked into it first. But yeah, he's um, a Trump sympathizer, which here's the thing. Like, if you are, I guess that's fine. Um, it's not so strange, but it is strange to be a group of people that seem to get along and maybe that's uh, an interloper, but you know what? It's it's just strange to, okay, this is a side note. This is a side note to a side note to a side note. But anyway, (laughs) um, was that your license plate that uh, Greg Heller Heller almost uh, widowed? 
almost widowed his wife too. At big buns. Um, By the way, he's one of us because we all almost get into oh car God. accidents trying to take pictures of to take pictures of people's vanity plates, mostly to make fun of you, but also I'm thinking it was you. It was not me, unfortunately. I wish I had that plate, much like I wish I had the ass man plate. I mean, the night is young. Is that all of your shout outs? I think so for now. All right. Feel free to shove them in there. Cram. Cr- cr- crunch. If we can get a churro to the car. Just crease, crumple, cram. You. I was like, get your Seinfeld reference. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. So, yes. So, Monday, Ryan Sickler. No. Hey, Lil Rafi, do we have any BFF hotline calls? Oh, my God. I think we do, but it's a week old. Let's have a listen. Hi, BFF people. Lisa, Rafi. I don't know what your recording schedule is lately. So, it's Saturday or a little after 11, so I'm hoping I'm not missing you guys. But I just wanted to do a little check-in and say hello and just... How you doing, Lisa? I hope well. Sending long-distance hugs. I love you a ton. I hope you're doing great. Rafi, same to you. Long-distance hugs. Love you a ton. I hope you're doing well. BFF for South in the World. I love all of you. Sending distance hugs. And uh, I just hope everyone's happy. I know it's like a crazy time we're living in. Uh, seems unreal. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, some days probably seem really great. And other days seem really, really awful. But it's nice to know that you guys are all out there and we're like this kind of pseudo family. It makes you feel good sometimes. And so I hope you guys are doing well. And talk to you all soon uh, next week. I have something clever to say, I hope. Um, and I'll talk to you then. Bye. Well, you know what, Demian? It's always good to hear from you. And you know what? Even though that was sent a week ago, it's still appropriate today. A love that you're sending out so many virtual hugs, distance hugs. And pretty soon we're going to be giving actual hugs in fact to quote a wise man jordan morris meaty hugs are in the future for all of us <laughs> you boy is that hilarious to you um thank you for that message demian uh maybe you can come on down here i yes. hear the dodgers are allowing people into the stadium <laughs> i'm sure I think they're we called can dodger dogs <laughs> <laughs> There's no one I'd rather get stabbed in a parking lot with than Demian. Oh, that'd be you, fun. you know, he can wear his Giants hat. I'll wear my Yankees hat. We'll run in opposite oh, directions. I'm going to wear we'll just my see Orioles what hat. <laughs> You're in the owner's box, Lisa. Yeah, exactly. You, oh, I'm sorry. You're wearing a baseball hat to a baseball game? <laughs> um, <laughs> what is this blinking light under your car? Under my car? Yeah. Oh, Blink. I don't know. It's, I think it's like is that the, your alarm um, thing. Yeah. Okay. Pretend like it's on. It's blinking up there, too. I know. That's the alarm one. And they blink at separate times. So what is that one down there? Oh, my God. Do you have a tracker in here? You got a microphone? Are you wired for sound? Are you a narc? I mean, I'm wired for sound. Oh, I guess I am, too. Oh, dear God. (laughs) We should really be videotaping this for nobody except for ourselves. We should really have more drinks or more coffee. Can we get a churro and... A drink? Oh, my God. A, a churro <gasps> with a Mexican hot chocolate? Yes. Ooh, oh, my God. Baby. No, but they have the Mexican coffee here, too. <gasps> with a Kahlua and oh, um, something else in with it. With booze in it? Yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, I guess. Well, we could just get coffee with Mexican chocolate <laughs> in it. That would be ideal. 
Or at least a sprinkle of cinnamon. How do you say cinnamon in Spanish? I don't know. How do you say oh, damn it? Damn it. I'll get you. I'll get you this episode. I'm just telling you. Okay. Lauren, keep your ears open. It's oh, yeah. Happening. We, we got to talk. Oh, wait. Should, should we talk about that now or before? After? No. We got now to... or before? Now or do before. Do I have a time machine? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Does it if come only up? we could go. What? Does Are it... you popping off? Does it come up? The the milk of the three milks? No. Oh, yes. I... It comes up later, I think. Yep. I don't know. Start, <laughs> the, start the show, please. Something's coming Let's up. Let's start over. Zip. Okay. Can you get that time machine back? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Monday. Ryan Sickler was on. Um, first of all, at the top of the show, you know, she usually has a little chat with Tony, which I really have been enjoying, even if it's like annoying, like termites or slugs or dishwashers. This time, she was talking about her prolapsed V and defecology. And I think also she was talking about reintegration into society. That's a multi-level conversation right there, but I like how she was just like, I might have to go take a shit in front of somebody, and this was her topic of conversation to start with Tony. What did you think? Do you think she has a prolapse? Um, Do you think she'll have to shit in front of somebody? Or it's just you go and we, it's like, um, what's the word? What's the, um, (laughs) on the honor system? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Did you listen to Monday? Yeah. Cool. How many times? The only thing I would say is, um, I don't know how you guys walk around with those things. I don't either. And then I was like, do I have a prolapse? <laughs> but I've been to the doctor since I've had kids and there's not been any talk of it. I could definitely use a rejuve, <laughs> but <laughs> that's a different story, I believe. Um I, if I had to poop in some front of somebody, they'd be waiting for a quite a long time. Um, but the top, the talk at the top of the show was fun. And I do like that. I think Tony is similar to you where you like, you come into this, you're part of the Allison world and anything goes and you're not going to be offended or grossed out or what, like, okay, okay. We're talking I, about shitting now or we're talking about prolapse V's like, Okay. I think, do, I don't know if I'm remembering wrong, but doesn't Tony like kind of feel a little weird about lady business? I would think so, but he seemed to be like, she was like, oh, I'm sorry if it's getting to whatever. He's like, no, "No, I'm I'm good. She's like, well, I haven't gotten there yet. And he's like, oh, (laughs) but he rolls with it. It might be more than he can take and maybe more than he signed up for. But I feel like Allison's audience of men is specifically are very like open to like, okay, no, they're not. Oh. <laughs> um, but I am. I'm fine with it. I think it's because I have two older sisters. Um, I've talked about it before, how in the middle of the night one day, my sister woke me up and told me that she had gotten her period. And, oh. and um, How old was she? I don't know. I don't uh. remember. Uh, and then Did I laughed at her. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you pointed and you're like, I don't know how you walk around with those things. You threw a Tampax at her face. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like I've said before, like when you think about sex mm. and like the bodily fluids and the things you're doing, the things involved, it's like, how is blood any worse than the other stuff you're doing? But so for some reason it just is, especially because it, it's, it's, it's stored blood. Is it? It's not like it's just fresh yeah, blood. Yeah, it's not fresh flowing <laughs> straight out of my heart, baby. <laughs> <From the tap>. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Like, I've been storing this blood for 28 days, and now I'm spilling it. I mean, you're no Dr. S- Dr. Jen, a.k.a. Sweet Blood, but <laughs> Lisa, if I took a hit of your blood, I'd be <laughs> drunk for days. <laughs> no bugs like me. I don't have sweet blood, apparently. Um. So anyway, this went into her introducing Ryan, and he's like, that's a perfect time to introduce me because you're talking about shit. And so I know him from Crab Feast, which I've listened to a little bit a long time ago. And he is just like a funny, silly guy. But I just loved how tickled he was by this whole conversation. I love people that can just jump into the party, be part of the party, but also enjoy it. I just I just liked his whole aura, like everything about him. I was like, he's so much fun. I liked him being a part of the show. Yes, I have like a very good like when I think of this guy, I think like, oh, I like him. I don't know why. Yes. Um, Oh, I just looked it up and all the Crab Feast episodes are still available, Lisa. Mm. And the the show ended back in, oh, day before Christmas 2018. I think I started listening. I think um, Brittany actually turned me on. She's like, you should watch or listen to the Crab Feast. So I started listening. And it's been a while. Wow. Um, Yes, I like him. He is like, he reminded me of Bert Kreischer because they mm. both will do that thing where someone says something and they like start very high pitched laughing <laughs> like a laugh that you His did not expect laugh to come is from them. So crazy and unexpected, you're right. But I like him better than Bert Kreischer when he does it cuz with Bert it, I feel like it's a little put on, like a little mm. exaggerated, mm-hmm. but I feel like with uh this fella it uh it's it's more natural and and I yeah. like it. People like it when you laugh at their stuff. I wouldn't yes. know because uh, I'm not I know. funny. <laughs> well, and you can't hear all the people laughing right now at home. Cricket, 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 mm. okay. even your cricket's sad. I know it's, it's very sad. It's rickety crickets. <laughs> um, so she was talking about she was sharing with the fact. Allison was sharing the fact that she called. Uh, Growing up, they called it pooey and pissy. And I do love, like, he was just so amused by all of this. But then he was talking about the different things. And I was thinking about, we've talked about it on this show about, I've shared growing up, my mom would say, oh, do you have to have a BM? And it's just like, oh, my God, that's the grossest way to call it anything. And I've heard TT. That's definitely a Southern thing. Um, I think... I don't know if she ever said you have to urinate, but that would be something. She's very technical for some reason, but like, but he was talking about like with his brother, how it sort of would graduate to the next thing. And I never thought about that where when we were kids, as we grew up, we were talking about like dookie. Dookie was the thing, like taking a duke and you smell like a dookie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wondering, and I think like she said, like, piss is so vulgar and he was saying like why dress up you're dressing piss up which is so a funny way of saying it but it's so true and piss is so gross and i know i've said i have to go take a whiz on this show did you growing up what did you say and what did you what did you graduate to and what do you say now we just said have to go to the bathroom okay um i don't even think we said like oh i gotta pee or whatever it was just you're not calling out which number to go to the bathroom (laughs) But we were from a very repressed uh, kind mm. of household. What do I say now? Yeah. 
Um, I think I still say I just have to go to the bathroom. I say restroom, I think, instead of bathroom. I've definitely graduated to that. I don't know where that came from, but. Well, um, that's not much of a difference. I think if, if I'm trying to like say a jokier version, I always say I have to go bleed the lizard, which is such a stupid thing. And I'm pretty sure I got that from family guy. Oh. Because I do say it. Because you're raised by TV. I gotta go blame the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have you ever said tinkle? Um, no. I I used to think it was kind of funny when a guy would say I have to go use the little girls' room, <laughs> and now I think it's fucking creepy. Yes. Um. Well, the yeah, because little... it'd be like my neighbor train wreck. He yeah. probably really would be. Also, the little boys' room sounds creepy, yeah. so I'm not okay with that. So yeah, just say. Um... But also, I think if I was to be like, I gotta, I, I guess because I've been saying I gotta go take a whiz, it's more familial to be saying that. But if I have to go use the restroom, you don't know what number's coming. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna adopt your uh, mom's practice and say I have to go <laughs> urinate. Or defecate. <laughs> or BM. <laughs> I'm going to make a BM, defecate my, my in the toilet. My kids do, like, we'll get into, like, the jokey sort of side of it sometimes where the other day I ate something and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but something is making my stomach hurt. Something is not right. Well, it's like David Duke and Farrakhan. <laughs> and Johnny's like... Are we heading into the three territory? Are we doing like three or four? Like we might be. <laughs> three to me is vomit though. Three to me is one plus two is diarrhea. Oh boy. It's pee and poo. It's it's a liquidy. Yeah, I get it. That and then sense. if you got four, it's just like. Oh boy. Just, it's blowing out every. Your intestines are coming yes. out. Oh boy. And I was questioning my. What, what number is vomit then? I don't have. Th- Five? I, vomit. Because V, the Roman numeral? Okay. Let's do that. And I'm glad you held up your hand for the V. <laughs> Hey, man. He usually does it for a different reason, but did I, you know I can touch my index and pinky finger you know together? What's weird, I can too. And almost. it leaves these other two fingers free for. Oh my god, for the pink. So no, for oh the stink. Sorry, no, I know you're the grocery rings. guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not wearing any rings that I can see, except for the O ring. So, <laughs> um, vomit does not have a number, but I think it's because it's a different. It, orifice, not, yeah, it's a different orifice, region. but it's also a different region. It's a different continent, another country. Yeah, it's like dialing an O first. <laughs> okay. Before you make a call, zero one one five two. Yeah, Mexico. Right, different country. That's a different place. Okay, so uh, they let. I like how she kind of brings back old shows, or not old shows, but past shows recent things she's been talking about is the pasta but she brings up a lot of things where like there could be repeat but i kind of like that she asked him what his favorite pasta is because he was he genuinely was like oh cool i get to to answer this but she first was guessing gnocchi gnocchi's not pasta right and then but then does does risotto count because weren't they talking about risotto last week is that pasta Risotto is a way of cooking rice. Oh, no, they're talking about orzo. Sorry, sorry. Orzo is a pasta. Oh, okay. Okay. Gnocchi is a dumpling and not pasta at all, but they let that fly. They let that fly right out of their Italian airport. Uh, Everyone at home is like, excuse you, gnocchi. Um, But then she said, oh, she pronounced it wrong, but she said orecchietta. She said that 
that bullshit pasta because he said it was some sort of I what he forgot what he said. It was like some like hoity toity pasta that he uh-huh. eats. And then it ends up being for folly. It's like really? You mean the one that they throw in the crappy uh Italian pasta salads? I was gonna say, yeah, like a pasta salad pasta. <clears throat> or um, what kids eat? Yeah, that's uh It's one step above choice. macaroni. Is Trying it? to make fun of Tony? Butterflies? What do you need? What is this thing? It's a divider. I really don't know what it is, but I always put my <laughs> phone there so it doesn't slide around. Does it work? I don't know. Because it seems yeah, to it does. be... My f- the fuck? My, it's me. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. How? Why? Because I don't know. It's doing something because I press the button to roll down the windows. Oh, dear. But okay. I, also because the key is in the car, it just yells at me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Did you guess his pasta rate? Well, once he said, uh, you know, I'll give you a hint. It's a bow tie. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. It's like what you wear with, gave a, it away. with a tuxedo. Yeah. Um, um, Here's a hint. <laughs> pantaloons. <laughs> Here's a hint. This is it. Um, yeah. yeah, once he said that, I got it. But just guessing... I did not get it right yeah. because he said it was going to be like hoity toity, yeah, hoity he and was toity. Like, it's more of a, he'd say highbrow. I don't know what he said, but it was like a better, but Oriacheta, I would think, was better than, but she said Oriacheti or something. She called it wrong, something. Oriacheta. Oh, hi. <laughs> Which apparently is one of Dr. Jen's favorites. Do you spot a woman? No, I'm, I was yawning over here. Oh. And I didn't want you to see. <laughs> okay. So she also shared the the no I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Ryan's love of being a dad was heartwarming and sweet, and I love at at I love the way he is so like at one with his feelings. Sometimes when people have gone through so much therapy, it's like, oh man, you are like Mister Therapy, which he kind of touches on. But I do love someone that is that self aware and like has that much looks at themselves that much it's refreshing even though it could be overwhelming at some times with people but um he was talking about getting therapy and people put so much money into their looks and spending time on crap that's on the outside instead of spending any money on their insides and i think that's cool that he's doing that for himself yes i did like that he said that that we like people spend so much money on their clothes or whatever the outward appearance, but not on the inside. Um, that said, I don't think I need therapy anymore. I'm totally fixed. So crab feast ends and a new podcast is born and it's the honeydew and the whole premise of it. And the reason why it was called that, to me, it's such a great story, but also I couldn't disagree with it more because <laughs> when I get fruit salad, the one thing I don't eat is the cantaloupe. So my show would have been called Cantaloupe. It would be like, it's perfectly fine, but I would never eat it. I eat the grapes first, then the honeydew, and if there's strawberries, if I'm lucky, I'll eat that, which is a typical fruit salad here in California. I don't know where it is everybody else, everywhere else. So I'm assuming it's cheapo melon. I'm such an idiot. The whole time he said honeydew, I was picturing cantaloupe. And until just now, I was like, I just had a fucking a moment where I was like, wait a minute. Uh, honeydew yeah. is king. Like what? You don't. I feel like you see cantaloupe all the time. Yes. Maybe he doesn't know which oh one is cantaloupe. Oh, my God. 
wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, because if I walked through a diner and saw honeydew, I'd be like, "These are aliens." I thought you were gonna say like you leave the grapes, no grapes or are something. First. I eat the grapes um, first. It's my favorite part. Yeah, it's hard to say, but I would say that the cantaloupe is the leftovers. Well, and also because fruit salad is typically not something I'm ordering; it's an extra. It always comes with whatever. Yes. So if I eat it, it's only because I happen to have some room. So I'm going to make room for the best fruits that are there, <laughs> and that's the grapes, and then the honeydew, and strawberries, but not cantaloupe. I'm not wasting my time with that shit. Even a really good cantaloupe, but it's touch and go with those things. Oh, anyway, you and Jen texted me saying that i should be on the honeydew and at first i was like first of all when i read it i was like where'd you guys just read some story or did they talk about that it makes you poop like you need to be on the honeydew i'm like okay what do they mean and then i was like what is the honeydew is there some i, I was picturing something for some reason i heard the beginning of the show i didn't really connect that that was the podcast um the premise of the show is kind of awesome and i love this idea of Digging through people's stories, their lives, their traumas, but with a funny humor, like humor added to it. Because taking yourself so seriously, this is something I've always wanted to do is to do a podcast about like my traumas and like really go through it all. But there's no way I could not joke about it. So I've also been kind of torn about it because I don't want people to be like, oh, she's just laughing about like being raped. Like I can make something funny. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that would not be funny for other people. But that's how I deal with things. And the fact that he has this whole podcast about it is kind of like, that's how I would get through it better and be able to share the story in a way where we're not crying about it, but we end up laughing about it. That's really funny. (laughs) That's probably like one of my top Seinfeld quotes ever that people don't would never know. Except for you. And Mike. That's because I do it so often. <laughs> um. So, anyways, apparently, so, honeydew. We need to ask him if he what color honeydew is. I just want to know. If yeah, you want to hear Lisa's episode of the honeydew? <laughs> sign up for the premium version of the mental illness happy hour, mm. or tweet at Ryan Sickler and say have on BFF Lisa Lowry. So he had an idea of. First of all, the positive mental perspective about trauma. But he said writing out your laundry list of trauma. I'm totally going to fucking do this. Like writing it out. Because there's so much in my head that goes on. And a lot of times, I think everybody's been through these things. But then when I tell stories or like you and Jen saying, oh, you should be honest. I'm like, but shouldn't we all be on it? Haven't we all been through all of these same things? (laughs) Anyway. There was someone else that was on Allison's show that also put it into a visual perspective for me. And she was saying, like, getting bottles or vases or jars or something and just, like, labeling them with all, like, just a bunch of things. And, like, taking a tray and picking all the things that you've been through or done and, like, trying to, like, carry them on this tray as, like, a visual, I guess, to start getting over it. I don't know. But, like, I've always wanted to do that as well. I think it was the person from um, uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend. I don't know if it was that lady, but I remember her being a good guest, better guest than I expected. But I don't know if that was it. Anyway, writing it all down, is going to be kind of crazy to do that. You should do it too. I'm good. (laughs) You don't want to get over anything, do you? So he said his friend said, I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Because I try and dress up how I'm feeling. 
in general. If I really like looked how I felt all the time, oh man. Isn't that everybody though? Not everyone, but most people. Yeah. I think so. I think we all put on a different face than we're feeling. I think I actually I think I do look like what I've been through. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not much to look at. Um not really Had a beer and a margarita. <laughs> not uh not not too good. See, you're too down on yourself. How dare you? Oh, you, I said you can go down on yourself. <laughs> Your little Weiger action. The old, uh, yeah. Um, Doughboy special. Yeah. The Doughboy special. Yeah, I, I'm i curious. I want to listen to his show. I'm a little turned off that Joey Diaz is a, a repeat. I was going to say offender. Repeat guest. But I do want to hear people's stories. And I know I've talked about it on here about doing a show with, like, not famous people just hearing people's stories because everybody has a story and I'm interested in it. But I would be interested in hearing uh, comedian stories too. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what is his deal with um, Joey Diaz. Um, it's like when I hear about someone, oh, like Greg Fitzsimmons, mm. and they're still friendly with someone like, oh, I don't know, uh, Adam Carolla. It just makes me, you know, have a little second thought about them. Like, oh, maybe they're not uh, mm. a good person. Sorry, Ryan. When you guys were like, you should be on the honeydew, and I was looking at all the people. I'm like, first of all, I think Joey is like every third person. And there's a bunch of famous people. I'm like, I don't think he has Joe Schmo off the street. I think that's for like the Patreon. Uh, no? I don't know. He was saying, you know people who kill people or whatever the fuck mm. i think that's for the patreon i don't know okay well do you have anything else for monday before we move on to um to whitney c's cues we're doing jmos later so yeah no She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the onvo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know, what's your favorite conspiracy theory oh. to research? And whether you believe in it or not is a different question. But what's the one that you're just really fascinated to know more about? I'm asking because I watched the Q documentary that Allison has recommended on a couple of different shows. It was interesting. If you already have HBO and you're politically engaged, then it's worth a watch. But it's not something that I would like run out and buy HBO just to watch. Um it wasn't the most compelling thing I've ever seen in my life, but it's interesting. My favorite conspiracy theory to research is what happened at the Diet Love Pass. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly because I'm not Russian. But um, basically, I think about 10 hikers died on this snowy mountainside in Russia in the 50s, I believe. And people aren't really sure exactly how they died. They're really mysterious circumstances. And um, there are some conspiracy theories about who killed them. Could it be the government? Was it a cover-up? So on and so forth. So what's your favorite conspiracy theory to research? Ooh, I like this question. But it's going to – it might take me a minute to actually answer it. I might have to answer it on the Facebook group. The first thing that came to mind – 
is pretty common and that's just the Kennedy one and I think because there's so many layers and the more you hear about stuff it's just like oh my gosh um I could research that forever but I really just want to ask a a psychic like what's going on I think there's a psychic right down the street maybe we should go ask her like what's up with Kennedy man and uh Marilyn like oh. let's have some answers my but I do have more. My. Well, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's one that underneath DIA, there's like a um, Illuminati secret tunnels or something. I, I don't know what it is. Because apparently if you look at DIA, that is the Denver International Airport. Um, from the oh, sky. I thought you were saying it, CIA It looks like... <laughs> Apparently, it looks like a swastika from the sky or something. Um, I don't know. And apparently, lizard people live down there, too. What I would say, though, is probably my favorite conspiracy theory is probably... Well, it's not really a conspiracy. Every now and then, Lisa, you might hear me talk about Dr. Yakub. And how he created the Yakubian race, a.k.a. white people. And... Oh, this was done on purpose? Yeah. Okay. You were created by Dr. Yakub. Okay. And... You mean 81% of me? Just wiki... I mean 91%. Just go on Wikipedia, type in Dr. Yakub, mm-hmm. and uh, just... Take Sounds a, like a real yahoo. Take a, take a little read into that one. It's not a conspiracy, um, though. If it's you fact. listen to KFI at night, which I do often coast to coast, they'll d- definitely have different uh, theories, different shadow people, lizard people, moth people. I love White it. people. Yeah, that's what I usually like to listen to is about how white people were created. Yeah, by an evil man not called Not learning Dr. about Yaku. evolution or anything. So when you watch who? <laughs> Tell me. When you watch stuff like Twilight Zone, when they have like the person ab- so is this person that created white people what color is he black and he did this on purpose so he what's the end game here? he was is this backfiring they were like you know whenever kids were uh he would he would kill like the darkest like babies bitches behind us right now he would toss them from the the caucus mountains you know uh-huh. they lived up in the caucus mountains Okay. Speaking of Caucasians, that's how I they got love the name. that drink. It's one of my favorites. He would like kill the the darkest babies and then breed the lightest ones until he eventually diluted them enough to be white people. Just look look into it, man. That's Once you realize little... the truth and you open your third eye. But then, why? What is the end game? Like I said, is this an experiment to gone create wrong? this horrible white race that is oppressing all of us? To de- oppress himself? He. He was, but he's he like their, himself. he's like their father or something, you know, Dr. Yakub. He was I'm like their poking way too many holes. in your He was their dad. Theories. He lived to be like 180 or something. So, okay. So he's still alive. Is he here? Can we talk to him? This was a long, we'll long caca, time ago. Lisa. Mamie story that you're breeding over here. It's a fact. Look it up. <laughs> Usually you know, Wikipedia yeah, is uh, all about facts. You know, do your research. Much you like know, just, Murphs. Look, just look into it, Lisa. You'll see the truth. Okay. Decalcify your pineal gland. But cal- calcium is white. Exactly. That's why you need to decalcify it. <laughs> it sounds like he was trying to calcify everything. 
<laughs> exactly. And so he, he succeeded. He, and he hated himself. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to get too worked up. Yeah, because it <laughs> makes no sense. Uh, let's talk about Thursday. Shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. We were her little malangas sent in by Lauren Kelly. She the fuck is that? is fluffed and puffed and ready to... I don't know. Blow our house down? Muffed? <laughs> um, we fluffed the shit out of that carb. and it, Only you got mentioned. True. But and your I comment, I think, fluffing. was better than mine, I feel like. But I feel like because we fluffed Lauren, it was maybe a little too transparent. She's like, is this an, an inside joke on the I thought, fan cast? When she said that, I thought she was going to say, was this an inside job? And I was going to say, oh my God, she's on to <laughs> she's us. On to us. Um, so we purposely tried to fluff Lauren and it worked. Yeah. Um, I don't know what a Malangas is. I think it's a root, but now I'm going to have to try it. As, um, as Allison said, it looks like a turd, but it's, it looks like a potato. Is it like a yucca? It looks like a, oh my God, is it a yucca? No, it's also called taro, she says. Okay. Or taro. Taro. Okay, but taro root has like holes in it, like Swiss cheese, no? You make taro chips? I don't know no Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been having so much sex. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm glad that Lauren Kelly got her carb red. It was well worth it. And I can't wait to try some malangas. And we're going to have to come up with a new inside joke with it because, you know. Or. 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 We already have our next inside joke. Which is? The two milks. Oh, hey. Can't wait for that new segment next week. Got two real milks. Okay. So. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, she, Allison has a new Patreon perk for certain levels, and that is to text her. It's not her personal phone number, but it is something she reads. And almost every day, I feel like she's texting us. It's been very fun. In fact, she texted just a little while ago before we recorded, and I thought she texted the same thing to everybody. You read me your text. Apparently, she sent me a different one. And I thought, wow, look at this. That's cool. I think there is a, a like a, she can, you know, broadcast the same yes. message to everyone. Yeah. Because, um, like, you, I'm sure you got the Patreon notification, or like, yes, not Patreon, the, no, the Zoom party thing. Did she say, hey, don't forget, we're doing a Zoom at this time? Uh, no, she just said, sorry, we're not going to. I didn't voted get for, that. I voted for Sunday, and she's doing it Saturday, so oh, she texted dear. me she, two texts. Very personal, very nice. I'm assuming she sends the same ones to everybody, but this one was specific to me, which I find to be very special. Um, I'm going to edit that out because... She probably doesn't want that out there. And also, it's a perk. I, ain't got, I haven't had perks for quite a while. Mm, that's um, surprising. So, I forgot to mention this, this new Patreon perk last week. Because she started it last week. And also... <laughs> that was my segue into our new segment. Because... Which we're not doing yet. No, we might not be. But I'm just saying... <laughs> Oh, we're not. We might be this week. This is Whitney's question week. No, it's going to be every week. My God, man. It's not every week. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my my God. God. We got (laughs) to. I hate you so much. (laughs) First of all, maybe we need to know first, but who cares? 
if it's this week or if it's next week. I just thought it's when it happens. Let me just let people know what the premise of our new segment is, and then they'll hear it or they won't when it happens. Okay. So sometimes we record a show and we forget to bring up a certain topic, which there's been a few weeks that I'm like, damn it, how do we forget, forget to mention this? Like there was one week when Renee talked about her, lying about her age and the person uh, thought that she was telling the truth or something. We never mentioned that. There was another episode where there was like a whole thing and I told it. We talk about it sometimes on during text, and then I'm like, oh, we already talked it out. So I kind of forget. Anyway, our new segment is called Leftovers. It's Dr. J and LK doing the leftovers. If there's a topic that we forget to, to get to or we don't get to after we record, we'll send it to them, and they're going to record a little something, and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be any week that they want to do it. <laughs> so does that mean Lauren's not going to do Childish Chat anymore? Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, Lise, but she hasn't done it in she, a little I, that's while. That's because I thought there was extenuating circumstances. Yeah, Greg sucks. No. What else is new? I just thought that that was just temporary. I think it's over. I think people are going to be sad. I'm just saying. Yeah, I am. <laughs> anyway, this new segment will be possibly after this episode. It could be next week. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I should go back to the drawing board before we announce. If I just, just letting people know there's something to look forward to. You can get back to getting my fingerprints off of my. Um... <laughs> I was dusting it, not the fingerprints. Those fingerprints are uh, caked on. I usually clean it off. Also, often. what in the hell is that? That's probably from Ruby's foot. I don't know. She's always putting her shoes everywhere. And I'm like, can you get your goddamn feet off of my goddamn car? Okay. <laughs> All right. So this week, Daniel was back, baby, and I was so excited about this, um, except for during the episode, because they were doing it in different rooms, I felt like it was lacking because of it. What do you think? So I forgot to re-listen, and mm. I was—I only got maybe a third of the way through on the re-listen on the way down here. I would say this was probably not the week to have him back, because he was a bit of a grump. But then half the time, he is a grump. But I think if he's in the room, he can play. Uh, my God, has he not been on the show since COVID? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Is it? So that's the problem. He needs to be in the room with people. At least in the room with Allison. But he he was grumpy. He was grouchy. He was quiet for a lot of time, and then he was bringing his little you know, curmudgeonness. Then it got a little bit better towards the end. But uh, I was so excited that he was going to be on because it's like finally. Because I think he gets something out of it. I think he enjoys it. It makes you feel better when you're on a show with people that you like. I don't know what that's like. But you feel better after. You feel lighter. It feels like therapy. It's like when we have our little Zoom parties with Allison. It just feels like fun. And I'm sure that's how he feels to be away from the kids, away from work, doing something silly. So hopefully he got something out of it. But it was a little herky-jerky. A little bit. Ain't that the truth. Um, Renee was talking about her new podcast and it's a show that I've really been enjoying listening to. And I think she's really been enjoying doing it. And I hope that it goes on longer. The problem with naming something, my pandemic makeover or whatever it's called is maybe holding you into something, but maybe she can change it to something different. But, um, she was talking about that she loves editing. And I was thinking about the fact that I really do too, surprisingly, cause I don't do it as much anymore. I think if I was getting paid to do it or if I had more time to do it, I really, truly enjoy it. It's really fun. <laughs> and Tony said 
that he liked it too and then he's like but it depends and i just started laughing out loud because i'm like can i i can only imagine what shows he's really enjoying editing and which ones he's not enjoying editing i do enjoy editing bff and part of it is because i'm a control freak same partly is because i want to subject everyone to my rap music mm. just yeah. to annoy and that is part of me where i'm like should i just edit and <laughs> also because i like adding subtle little things that yes. sometimes i feel like are people noticing this do they get this maybe yes maybe I no did the same thing i think i started with when i started adding songs that allison had mentioned that's like so far away from the show that i'm like people don't even probably know why i'm adding this dumb song they know why you're adding a dumb song but <laughs> Then I'll add like the little like clip at the end or at the beginning, and like it's so much fun to ha- to do it. And I'm like, I don't even know if people know how many ums or likes that I take out, or how many whatever, or how many conversations that I change to be a tiny bit different because I feel like it didn't really land the way I said it. Mm-hmm. But it's it is very fun to create that, even if it is just for yourself. I, yeah. That being said, I have not listened to last week's, and I've heard that there's some extra stuff that you put in. That I want to hear, but I'm just embarrassed about me not being on mic, and I just need to listen. It was only for a short period. You should be embarrassed about the fact that we had nothing comical to say at all. (laughs) That's what I'm more concerned about. The end was very funny. (laughs) Yeah, listen to this hour and a half of bullshit to hear 30 (laughs) seconds of uh, humor. You know why? Because I wasn't drinking, and we weren't together. So this show is going to be much better. (laughs) Today. Um, we doubled down. This week. But yeah, I think about the time I had Megan on and she was telling me about her and her girlfriend getting it on like next door to her parents or her, her girlfriend's parents room or whatever. And I added Dr. Dre explosive, uh, the instrumental underneath. And um, that was just like, it's like those little things yeah. that make it yeah. worthwhile to me. Like yes. literally that like. 10 seconds is what gets me edited through all the editing of hours and hours because i'll add stupid stuff and i know i'm only the person hearing it or getting whatever it is and it's funny so we'll be unveiling our um new segment next next week so allison's hatred of the lady and her mom fb (laughs) fb uh facebook group is like it's like huge I feel like it's coming to a head. I don't even know if it's going to come to a head. It's Big. like, what now? Huge. Huge. Um, I think she should out her. Uh, she was saying, people say Facebook is so much better. It's not that it's just so, it sucks. She said engagement. Yes, but you have to make it better. You can go, I'm part of a lot of private groups that I don't go to Humble because brag. it's annoying. Yeah, it's not that hard. But even the ologies one is too annoying because there's people on there that like some people ruin it where it's just kind of like this is kind of annoying so i don't even go on anymore and then there's other twin peaks ones where i'm like okay this is fine i'll go on it sometimes if i want that but with the with our group what she needs to do is fucking curate a group that will be enjoyable to be a part of there's plenty of people she can bounce all of this bullshit off of there's parents there's kids there's not children but what in the fuck are you doing if there was video this would be the part that lauren could do a slideshow what are you talking about you were trying to make a zip no sound effect trying 
I don't know how good it was, but the way you were leaning into it, it looked like you were giving birth to a fucking alien. I don't know what you're doing. I just looked over and your hips are up. You're leaning into this unzip like nobody's busy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Do you see how the the fabric is bunched up yes, right I here? Yes, I see. There's a protrusion. So I was trying to f- straighten my back out so I couldn't <laughs> go over this hump. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy, I did not have my hips up. You were leaning in. <laughs> I just, to un- I just straightened out my spine. Is all. Okay. Oh, How do you goodness. straighten out your spine without moving your hips? <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> Look, my hips don't lie. They're still <laughs> right here. <laughs> they weren't lying. They were not. <laughs> oh, God. Can't wait to hear some Shakira at the end of this show. Oh, God. That, actually, I think I would know. Maybe I should edit this one because some decent music up in here. <laughs> I was even thinking about missed opportunities of music where I'm like, damn it, Allison said this, finally said this, a cool band, and then you were editing, I'm like, damn it, I couldn't play goddamn Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> I was thinking about that on the oh, way here. Boy. These things stick in my craw. Good. This week they talked about Black Sabbath, and she said the wind beneath my wings. I'm like, oof. <laughs> okay. Do you like beaches? No. It's a great Never movie. seen it. But isn't it sort of a sign reference? reference? So I've never it. seen Plan 9 from Outer Space either. <gasps> We're watching that. I'm bringing it for your birthday. I have it. Of course. Flaming globes of Sigmund. Sigmund. <laughs> okay. Doesn't even make sense, but okay. It doesn't, but I had dreamt about it and I wrote about it. So, Allison, this, talk about Seinfeld reference. She got a new P.O. box because, God forbid, she has to drive an hour away to get her mail that Lauren sent her for Snapchat four years ago. <laughs> But apparently she's got a new mailbox in Burbank. New box? Who this? Ayo. Don't don't ask questions for a new box. <laughs> Just say yes. Um, apparently they have a bunch of headshots. She was wondering how headshots get there. And I think you and I both know, because we've seen Seinfeld, uh-huh. that people ask for them. Yeah. What would you say on your headshot if it was at a mailbox store? Am I me or am I Larry Thomas, a.k.a. the Soup Nazi? Why don't you be Larry Thomas, the soup Nazi? No, and yourself. I want to hear both. I would say <laughs> your mailboxes are super. <laughs> Next. No mail for you. <laughs> One year. <laughs> no headshots for you. <laughs> okay. Por favor. <laughs> Adios, muchacho. <laughs> Either you know that who or you look like Hua. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But also, because headshots are a Seinfeld reference, what would you say if you were putting one at a mailbox store? Molokatani? No. <laughs> I would say I mean, that's hard because... Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, <laughs> I was delivering to Masu... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's get those hips back in <laughs> I was delivering to Matsuhisa in uh-huh. Beverly Hills. Okay. And as I was waiting for whatever, mm. there was... Sounds good. 
they're like the hallway to the bathroom has a bunch of posters and they're all signed. Oh. I'm reading them and it's like to Nobu, you're the best or whatever. And then the whole no time I was like, Nobody beats you. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, why are these addressed to Nobu? Because we're in Matsuhisa. Oh. And then I forgot Nobu Matsuhisa is the guy. He oh. has Nobu restaurants okay. and also restaurants called Matsuhisa. Okay. And then I felt stupid. Well, it's like if like I thought they were saying to McDonald's, love the burgers. Uh, okay. But no, it was Mr. Okay. McDonald's, you know? Right. Or whatever. So I, I felt like a dope. But right. I looked at these posters and I'm like, none of these say anything like nothing's finer than being in your diner. Right. Or it, I'm really it just impressed. says Yeah, it just says like Lisa. Thanks for the best food in L.A. Signed, Scribble Scribble. Okay. So they didn't get creative with it. So is that your way of filibustering instead of answering what would you say? So what I'm saying... At the mailbox store is, as Rafael Castaneda. I would say... Sorry. Rafael! I would say... You put a lot of R's on it? I would say that I would not put like a punny thing. I would just write like a nice little message. Okay. And it's like a birthday card in the office. You can't go making jokes and puns and yada yada. If someone's in the hospital, you just say, Tom, okay. I hope you get well soon. So maybe get yada, yada. well, get well soon. So maybe exactly. Jerry did it because he's a comedian. Yeah. So if you were a comedian, <laughs> what would you say in a mailbox store? <laughs> It would say, uh, what's the difference between a mailbox and a female ah! box? <laughs> How do you know it's male? Because you can see it's little nuts. Um, okay, well. Okay, yes. <laughs> what? So, okay. They went. They talked about the fact that the soup Nazi guy gets homies. Larry Thomas. The Larry Thomas. The soup Nazi gets homemade soup mailed to him and they were trying to figure out how they would know this and daniel was saying he doesn't want homemade soup because that's his character and i'm gonna say even his character doesn't want soup he makes soup he doesn't want soup he makes the best soup why would you send the soup nazi homemade soup what fucking maniacs this is the trail of people that i want to go down and see what the hell they're they actually thought they had the thought to make soup to send to this guy. Then they went to the store. And they bought the groceries. They didn't eat them like you did. Then they cooked the soup. Then they mailed it to a P.O. box in Burbank. That's many layers of crazy. Many. Okay, here's what I want to know. Because, like, let's say, Lisa, let's say you you come up with a, a great recipe for mm -hmm. a jambalaya. Mm -hmm. I just made soup this week. And I sent you guys... Step by step, I and, usually just make up my own soups. And it, let's say I'm like, man, this is so good, and I love Seinfeld. You know what? I'm going to send some to Larry Thomas. I'm going to send some to someone that makes the best soup. Here's the here's the question: the, Do the you, actor. What are the fucking odds that Larry Thomas is going to eat your fucking rando Absolute soup out of zero. his mailbox? Nobody's going to eat a homemade anything but soup if in a was, fucking mailbox. If it was like a cookie or something, if Newman delivered it, maybe a different story. Maybe. Then we have some soup. No, I'm not okay. But first did of they all, crumble first of all, <laughs> first of all, Lisa. <laughs> yes. Do you know what the danger zone is? 
when food is below a hundred and it's where you usually 40? eat. I think is it one forty or one sixty? Usually eat off of exactly. your countertop. Exactly. Once yeah. food goes below one forty, mm-hmm. but not below like freezing or whatever, mm-hmm. or but mm-hmm. below so between thirty two eighteen degrees or whatever. Okay. Um, it's called the danger zone because that's when bacteria is like multiplying, and that's song. when you're going to get sick. So even if I lived in Burbank and I mailed a package to Burbank, right. It's not going to get to him Let's within a reasonable amount of time that he won't get sick. And he, the person drove some homemade soup to his house. He's not fucking eating it. Exactly. Even if it's in a warmer, it's in a crock pot, it's still plugged in from your house. I'm still not eating homemade soup from a goddamn stranger. Who are these maniacs? If they have a canning machine, now okay. we're talking. Maybe a mason jar type situation. I, I can can some soups. But even then... If I can't use soup and it was your mailbox, would you eat it? No, No, exactly. I'm not. You know, that's weird. I mean, you would, but he wouldn't. Well, I mean, of course, I would. I know, because you're a garbage boy. (laughs) Listen, Lisa. Anything coming out of the box, I'm interested. Just not cans. You're not about that. (laughs) You're about that bottom half. You know, I love cans. I know. Oh. Oh. Oh my gosh, if we could play the cramps, put out your garbage cans because I'm the garbage man, please. <laughs> put out your cans because I'm the garbage man. You are the garbage man. Oh my God, we should play that song. <laughs> That's way better than Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh boy. Okay. So Allison was on the Doughboys. I'm excited about this. When she texted that she was going to be on the Doughboys, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I hope you get something better than um, Coco's like you got the last time. And it's fucking, fucking Olive Garden. Well, anybody that likes the Olive Garden is trash. Okay, here's the thing. With Doughboys... And Lean Cuisines are actually better than... Go ahead. Sorry. They give you a list of options. Okay. So oh, no, the... I'm not saying anything bad about them. They go to random horrible places. I just feel bad that she got stuck... Her first year... Her first place going out to dinner after a year, and it's fucking Olive Garden. All they have is, like, salt. I don't even think they put garlic in their food. It's just salt. It could be worse. I don't yeah. know how, but it could. Qdoba? Yeah, exactly. Qdoba the worst... I we go to Olive Garden because the in-laws like this place. It's just it makes me so thirsty afterwards. But Allison mentioned the breadsticks being different, and I don't know if it's a memory thing for me. Also, my mom definitely went there and took us there because we could get bottomless salad and breadsticks, and my, and she was cheap, and that was probably the most ex- more of an expensive dinner for us. Usually, we would have to go to a fast food place and all share the same cup, but this. Was like we get our own stuff because it was like free, basically. But the breadsticks then, I remember taking them home and like the next day it was like, oh my god, these are the best. They were like doughy and buttery and salty and had like Parmesan cheese. They were so good. Now, it's not you, Allison, and it wasn't this one experience. They have changed. I swear they have to have changed. They're like harder. They're not soft. They're not worth all the calories. They're like just bland and gross. They look good and they're not good. But the one thing that they have that's delicious is their salad. And I could eat that all day long. Yes, their salad is surprisingly good. It I, is. I, it must have been the last time I went there. My friend, I think they took their mom there for her birthday or something. And this is this is very like, uh, this will tell you the kind of uh, Mexis they are. That mm. they were like, yeah, for a birthday, let's go to Olive Garden. So, when they said that someone was celebrating their birthday, I'm like, that's first of all, probably their okay. first out of COVID birthday. And it's so sad. You know what's fucking hilarious is that when I was just in Colorado for my mom's birthday and 
what we ended up doing is taking my mom to Benihana. And uh, Lisa, take a, take a guess. How many times did they sing Happy Birthday oh, that God. night? Oh, God. So many. That's a big birthday place. Ten? Eleven. Five. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for shitting on my point. <laughs> oh, thanks for answer. shitting on my point, Lynx. Sorry, Adam. Five times. That's quite yeah. a lot. Five. I was like... We had two just at, at brunch today. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> at Mexican brunch, there was two birthdays. Yeah. That's uh, too much. I would. The kids were having birthdays there for a little while. Growing up, Benihana's was way out of our reach. That was like rich people shit. I remember graduating eighth grade and you don't get a celebration for that in my family, but because my mom was married to someone that spoiled the shit out of his kids and he was very rich, it was like, we're going to go celebrate this graduation. We're getting like gifts. I was just like, what? We went to Benihana and I got invited to like their little, well, she didn't want to go with him by himself because she hated him. She just wanted me. But I was like, we're going to Benihana's? That's like rich people stuff. Oh my god. I was living high on the hog. When I first took the kids there, I was like, okay, it's not as expensive as I remember as a kid, but still the best part about Benihana like, I don't really care about the fanfare and the bullshit, but like, the fried rice is fucking amazing. Once you Mm -hmm. get to the actual meat and stuff, it's like eh, whatever. The fried rice and the soup all the salad, the first stuff and the drinks? Yes, please. Oh yeah, I'm ready for lunch. Right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so full. <laughs> Although a churro. Churro? I'm still waiting on my churro. <laughs> oh, anyway. Olive Garden? Sad. Not good. Um, I'm excited to hear that Daniel's doing some art. I guess I'm not on Instagram enough to see pictures that he's posting. I need to go on and, and look into that. I've been doing more art and I've been doing more stuff and it's been such um, a real leaf and release like i'm used to being home and with these same people all the time so it's not new to me but to be able to get out of the house and like do my own thing has been awesome so i'm so glad he has this i did tell him i think when i was on his show i was telling him that i didn't get to do something for myself after having kids until i was until the kids were 10 years old and he was like oh god i'm like yeah i didn't feel like i could get anything for myself until the kids were like 10 and that's when we started GMO Patrol. That was when I finally made time to like do something for myself and fun and whatever. So you have a long way to go there, uh, Danny boy. But I'm glad he's doing little stuff. And I know he was saying that someone posted that Shakespeare made King Lear during a pandemic. And he wants to kill whoever started that meme or that <laughs> saying. But like, I was thinking, did Shakespeare have a day job? Because I'm guessing he had nothing else to do. If Daniel had nothing else to do, he would be doing a bunch of artwork. He'd be doing creative stuff. Yeah, you know what's more impressive? Getting shit done when the world is open. Because Ooh, then you have every option available to you. Yeah, you, you made have King to Lear choose. when you had nothing else to do? Yeah. Good job. It'd be like if uh, if I was in the hospital with uh, broken uh, everything and I watched all of The Wire. It's like, hey, I finished The Wire in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, you've been in bed all fucking day. What else are you going to do? Huh, that's a very good point. You're welcome. Fuck Shakespeare. Hey, fucking Shakespeare, uh, you fucking, uh, you stupid douchebag. <laughs> hey, write something else, huh? Yeah, not well, during what's a the last thing you wrote? Yeah, what is the last thing you wrote when there wasn't a pandemic? Hmm, that's what I would like to know. 
some unheard of crap that nobody gives a shit about. Anyway, okay. I don't know why my hatred's going towards Shakespeare. It's not like he was like, look what I did during this pandemic, guys. Um, Maybe he was. I, I mean, know. he probably did. He's probably a piece of shit. I mean, you, you read how he talks. He, he probably <laughs> he talks like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thy art, a piece of shit. <laughs> um. So we did get an, a new jingle this week, and I was very excited about this. And I know Leanne's very excited about this. I'm wondering if we should ask him to do a song no. for our show. <laughs> what was the jingle for? It was for shit. Not JMO's. My guest is here. No, that was on Monday, right? It was for that. No. We got the Cool Beans one, which was awesome. The new one was for... Fuck, I can't remember. But it was good and memorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't it for my guest is here? Because he played it on Monday because Stupid Wendy was joining the show. I mean, because Cool Wendy was joining the show. For what a was the new the dog, fucking not jingle? the person. <laughs> I don't remember what the new jingle I was. I don't know. I, I was try- it was at the end, and I was listening to it very quickly so I can get here. So, um, I'm. it was good. Uh, Tony's got a lot of talent speaking of that shout out to you joanna i forgot i meant to write her down because we had a good brunch with her last weekend that was so much fun yes joanna and heather you're awesome brunch company anything else from thursday before you talk about your favorite jmo um no did you have a favorite jmo yes which one from monday ryan sickler my god i thought of you right away when he said it (laughs) sorry that was a little bit over the top. Read it for me. He gasps over small things. And he's only realizing this during uh, quarantine because he's with himself more often. That he realizes that he's gasping at the littlest things in life. I don't know why. Okay. But it seems that the women in my life mm-hmm. have always been exaggerated gaspers. Poppy. And <laughs> my sister, like, if... There's a car a quarter mile up the street and they do some erratic maneuver. She'll go. (gasps) And then I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is there a fox that just jumped into the road that I'm going to murder? Did. I don't know. Like, what happened? I'm looking around like, what the fuck? And then she's like, over there. And I'm like, but I'm not going to get there for like 20 more seconds. Calm down. Like, what? don't fucking scare me like that. And it happens so often. It drives me nuts. You do the same thing. We've had this conversation. <laughs> you were the first person I've talked to or thought about when this came up. Because there we'll be sitting there and you're like, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? And you're like, oh, it's just like this. Oh, this new show just came out. I'm like, my God, I thought something bad happened. And you do it so often. <laughs> but not gasping. No, but. Oh, I'm sorry. So no. I'll send in a separate JMO. Yes. I say, oh, shit. Like over the top. Oh, shit. For no reason. It's. I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, you and your they passed it on to me. <laughs> yes. You should tell them. Oh, shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm bracing myself for the worst. And you're like, oh, I don't know. This guy just came out with a new shirt that I oh, want. God. <laughs> <laughs> Some new tea. But that's how you know it's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. Because oh, shit is like, oh, my God, what? You know, what's funny. Somebody when he died. When actual bad things happen. I'm lupus? just like, is it lupus? I'm just like. Oh my god! Or like, 
still sexy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was yep. sexy? <laughs> I just saw your hips go up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, it's more like a calm reaction. When, like the worse something is, the calmer oh, I am. you're like, it's so shocking you're taking it in and like, cool. Yeah, like like if, if the new Fast and Furious trailer came out, <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God. Okay, but uh, that's true. if it's just like uh, 5,900 dead in mass murder scheme or something, oh, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, wow. Huh. That's a shame. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was really the JMO I wanted to talk about. Allison's was pretty good about, actually, it was a conversation after this, but um, Bruce White said everything tastes better on Friday, and everyone's like, what? And it's so funny because, so, well, not to go too much into my personal issues, but there has been a lot of drinking going on at home, but Fridays to me is the night that I'm like, I'm going to have a drink because I don't usually drink during the week. So it's like, I start thinking about my Prosecco and like maybe getting some like brie and crackers or like some sort of yummy food, but everything tastes so much better. Like, well, maybe because I don't really eat during the weekies either, but Friday's the day where I'm like, Friday has a, has a feel. I was going to say. And a taste. <laughs> so I totally agree with you, Bruce Wadon. And by the way, Everything you're eating is what I want to be eating on a Friday night. Yes. Zip. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I think that's a good place to end it. If you'd like to be on the show, uh, good luck. Just getting Email bfncast at gmail.com. And uh, follow the show on Twitter if you want. You know where to find us. Rafi, right? Yes. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. I love everybody. Oh, no, never mind. Mm-hmm. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. And if you want to say that we matter, that's fine. I won't be mad about that. Thank you and good middle of the day in the middle of Norwalk, in the middle of a parking lot, in the middle of a cloudy weather and a Mexican restaurant. Bye. Los compadres. Ladies up in here tonight. No fighting. We got the refugees No fighting. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that she could dance like this. She make a man wanna speak Spanish. Como se llama? Bonita. Picasso. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on reading the signs of my body. I'm on tonight, you know my hips don't lie. And I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension. See, baby, this is perfection. Hey, girl, I can see your body moving. And it's driving me crazy. And I didn't have the slightest idea. Until I saw you dancing. Yeah. And when you walk up on the dance floor, nobody can have the door. The way you move your body is yeah. And everything's so unexpected, the way you right and left it. So you can keep on shaking it. I never really knew that she could dance like this. Yeah. She make a man want to speak Spanish. Como se llama? Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on reading the signs of my body. I'm on tonight, you know my hips don't lie, and I'm starting to feel you, boy. Come on, let's go real slow. Don't you see, baby, I see us perfectly. Baby, I know I'm on tonight, my hips don't lie, and I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension. Shakira, Shakira. Oh boy, I can see your body moving. Half
See a refugee like me back with the Fuji's from a third world country. Uh-huh. I go back like when Pac carry crates for Humpty Hump. We lead a whole club busy. Yeah. Oh, by the CIA, when I watch the Colombians and Haitians, I ain't guilty. It's a musical transaction. Bobo, Zobo, no more do we snatch rope. Refugees run the seas 'cause we own our own boat. I'm on tonight. My hips don't lie, and I'm starting to feel you, boy. Come on, let's go real slow, baby. Like this is perfect. Oh, you know I'm on tonight. This is perfection. No fighting, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. No fighting. 